I am mad at you because you did not pick up your mess and you expect me to do it and that feels like you're taking advantage of me and you're not thinking about me or my needs and you're being rude and disrespectful. Slamming the doors covers a lot easier than saying all of that in the moment. But that's what I should do. And when you slam a cupboard door, the cupboard door doesn't talk back. Exactly, which is lovely. (laughs) Lovely. But it's also not a healthy, wise, or long-term healthy strategy to make anything get resolved in our relationship. Right. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, the best way to fix anger issues in your marriage. Yeah, it isn't like fixing a flat tire, but there is some very simple, basic ways to start dealing with this so that you're not letting this destroy a good relationship. Ready? Yep, ready. Okay, here we go. Here's the next question, my love. Okay. Here's how it starts. Big time impulsivity, short fuse, quick to snap. My husband 100% acknowledges that he struggles to control these things and hates it about himself. Mm. I can't and won't live the rest of my life with a partner like this. He always catches himself and later apologizes and wants to get better. He has an appointment with a psychiatrist and is willing to try anything to calm him. So here's the question. What has worked, medications or other stuff, uh, for others who struggle with these same issues? What works? Good question, huh? Yeah, interesting. And it's nice to hear that a husband, even though he has these incredibly painful or hurtful behaviors, is aware of it, that he is wanting to change it, that he's not justifying, that he's not minimizing, that he's not ignoring, that he wants to make it better, which is a Excellent place to start. Yeah. And excellent place to start to have the correct grammar. (laughs) But what works? What actually produces change? Again, I've got a quick answer for you, but I'm curious how it comes across to you and what you think. Well, okay. See, I don't like to say things that might hurt somebody's feelings. (laughs) This This is really hard. Yes, it is. Yes. The thing that stuck out the most to me in this whole thing was where she said, I can't and won't live the rest of my life with a partner like this. Yeah. What works? Yeah. That's the question. What works? She has to change her mindset first because he could make all the changes in the world and his, he could start having, you know, things starting to work for him, whatever it is, whether he goes through, does, works with a, a therapist or, Um, until she starts to make some mind shift changes, she's always going to notice the little things that he does that fall into this old behaviors. And that's what she's going to focus on. And she's going to miss the big changes. So you're, I'm hearing a very different question in there. And it sounds like you've heard um, an entirely different question in there. What works for the marriage or what works in helping my husband overcome his anger issue? Yes. That's the question that she's, that's the question that she's written. What works to help her husband overcome those things? Correct. But I think there's just a deeper layer in here. Okay. And, and maybe you just want to toss all of that information out because it doesn't actually answer the question that she's asking, but it's just what, that's just what stood out to me. That's what stands out to me. Yeah. Because I, I really, truly, I think she, she obviously is hurting to be with the. Can we make it personal? Yeah. <laughs> 
How do you react when I start slamming cupboard doors because I'm pissed off about something? Oh, I want to run and hide. It's hard. I have, I don't know if it, this is funny that you asked me that question, but I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but in the last, I don't know how many months, um, when you start to get angry or frustrated or um, larger than normal, I'll just call it that way because I don't it's know. It's a very polite way of putting it on our podcast. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I have worked incredibly hard to tell myself there's a reason that there there's an underlying emotion behind this and to not respond snappy quickly with you and to let you have to go, okay, this is about Paul. This is his stuff and I'm going to continue about my day and he's going to come through out of this on his own. Wow. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? I haven't noticed that. Well, that's a shame that you haven't noticed it. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not doing a great job as being an observant husband. Well, no, typically you won't be very observant in those moments because you it's about yeah. whatever you're going through. I have been I'm not fantastic at it yet because you're when you get that way it triggers me for sure. Yeah. But I've had to make I've had to make a shift because otherwise it's miserable. Yeah, it is. So. But your reactions in the past, what have you usually done when I, oh, I usually get larger tell, than life? I try to tell you to stop it or I run away or I take it personal. Yeah. A lot of stuff. And none of those usually work really no, well for either of one of us. None of it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so the question that she's asking is a legitimate question because as a husband, I don't want to be doing things. I don't want to be expressing my emotions and feelings in a way that causes you hurt, distress, pain in any sort of way. I want to be able to express my emotions in healthy and appropriate sort of ways, even when I'm really angry or really frustrated by something. Right. Yeah. And... For individuals who struggle with that, who their anger comes out in a physical form in some way. There was a whole nother post uh, where this lady posted a picture of the um, a navigation screen in their car that her husband punched and it was just shattered wow. because he was so angry. Yeah, you, you don't want to be around that at all. Nobody no. wants to be around that. Kids don't want to be around that. Kids should never be around that. Wives don't want to, to be, want to be around that. I don't want to, want to be around that when my friends are in that state. If my friends are ever in that state, it's like I'm out. I'm gone. Right. It's just it's it is an incredibly disruptive um, experience to have to go through when someone is that angry. Yeah, I I guess that's true because when it's really difficult for me, I, I think when you're um, when you're verbal about your frustration mm -hmm. and it's it's stronger louder more mm -hmm. emphatic that those are the times that it's definitely when i'm much easier able easier able able easier well whatever to make those shifts yeah. and to not to not respond in um unhealthy patterns and ways right but when but when you um uh throw the hammer because you smashed your finger or because you're frustrated or whatever yeah. Not that you do that or anything, but we'll just use that as an okay. example. 
I don't want to be around that. No. No. That and and yeah, physical then, physical expressions yeah. of and, anger is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you just wipe wipe this part out and wipe out the first part that I said? <laughs> and just stick with the middle part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see how it gets edited. How you can together. edit that? Yeah, we'll see what happens. No one will ever know if I edit it out anyway. So it might stay in there and it might not. How about the other question? Is there things that actually work when a husband is trying to overcome anger issues? So, so is she asking for, for, is there things that, she, that for her husband to do yeah. or to help yeah. or for her to help her husband? Because or yeah, that, she's, she's actually portraying her husband in a very positive light. He is self-aware that he's right. doing these behaviors. He wants to change and he's actually got a plan. He's seeing someone right. to start working on this. All of those are fantastic positive things that a person should do when they're aware that they are doing something that is hurtful right. or disruptive to the stability of the, of the marriage. Right. So all of those are good things, but what actually works and I'll make a suggestion here. Okay? Yeah. You make a suggestion rather than looking at you and having you come up with something. Yeah. Otherwise we're just going to be dancing around right. the um, anger is uh, oftentimes described as a secondary emotion. There is a primary emotion that is underneath it. Secondary emotions are usually easier or actually have more power in them. So you have pain, you are hurt. That's a primary emotion. Um, but the secondary emotion is now anger. Expressing pain, expressing hurt appropriately is usually a softer emotion. There's tears, there's vulnerability, right. there's transparency transparency, um, all those things when you are in pain, but it's easier. It's actually gives you more power and control when you throw out a thousand swear words and you punch your hand through a wall because it feels more powerful. And it's that power that people get addicted to. It's that control that people get addicted to. It's the, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to look bad. Right. I don't want to look insecure. I don't want to be have the shame that I have around all of these personal emotions. Uh, I don't want to have those exposed. And so they work really, really hard or they have learned over lifetime to hide those primary emotions and instead um, quickly jump to that secondary emotion and that secondary reaction mm -hmm. really, really fast. Right. So the work that has to be done is helping this person identify what is the primary emotion that's going on. When someone says something to you, does it trigger embarrassment or does it trigger an old emotion or does it trigger fear or does it trigger embarrassment mm -hmm. or does it trigger um, shame in some way and being able to identify the primary emotion. And then it takes practice. It takes, you have to actually work on finding a way to now say, okay, um, what does sadness around this look like? What does embarrassment look like? How do I put words around that rather than using my fist right. and kind of distancing myself from that emotion? That is the work that has to be done. That is actually the work that ends up becoming the most effective at actually treating the anger problem. Punching walls, swearing, throwing things is a secondary issue. Right. You want the anger, the the fuel, you want the original wound that is in the way, you want that to be healed. You want that to be dealt with in some way. Right. And that takes usually 
a l- intentional time and focus with somebody. It doesn't always have to be a professional. If you're self-aware enough, you can actually start to identify those things on your own and work through that with your wife. You can right. work through that with a friend or a colleague. Um, sometimes it might need a professional who can help kind of uh, guide those conversations and help you identify what the what the core issue is. Right. But that's just one method of, of doing that. And then the second thing that has to play into this, and sometimes it can be helpful, is um, medication. If you are constantly dysregulated, it isn't just a reactionary. So if you are um, struggling with focus and attention, if you are diagnosed with a chemical imbalance, a neuro- neurological chemical imbalance Mm -hmm. that you need to take so that it regulates your entire day, not just bad situations where you get angry, then that chemistry needs to be regulated and you have to have the help of biochemistry to actually make that happen. And that does give you a greater chance to not, not get flooded with that brain chemistry and be so reactive Um, and so then you can start to do what i I suggested in the first step here which is you're aware of what the primary emotion is rather than responding to the secondary emotion right um finding medication only when you're angry typically just doesn't work because it's just another way of masking that primary pain that primary wound whatever that is that you're that you're trying to stay away from using anger um, you're not actually dealing with the core issue around some of right. that. But again, you always have to talk to you, whatever mental health professional you're dealing with to kind of get them to understand your specific situation around this. Sure. But those are the typical themes that play out in some of this. Right. Some of the things that I've tried, and again, I don't have an anger problem, but every once in a while I get angry and it just feels good to smack a cupboard door closed <laughs> and to passive aggressively let everyone know that I'm angry. Yes. Instead of overtly coming out and actually dealing with the problem. I am mad at you because you did not pick up your mess and you expect me to do it. And that feels like you're taking advantage of me and you're not thinking about me or my needs and you're being rude and disrespectful. Slamming the doors covers a lot easier than saying all of that in the moment. But that's what I should do. And when you slam a cupboard door, the cupboard door doesn't talk back. Exactly. Which is lovely. Lovely, but it's also not a healthy, wise, or right. long-term healthy strategy sure. to make anything get resolved in our relationship. Right. So, everybody, this is a, a universal rule, and it, this is again doesn't matter if you're male or female. It doesn't matter if you're old or young. It matters. Um, I take that back. I will take that back. Children typically have a much harder time regulating their emotions because they are immature. Right. They are still trying to figure out how to regulate their emotions. They're still developing. They're learning and developing. And so that's why kids throw tantrums. That's why kids um, don't think about what they what your parents need and they cry at three in the morning because they're tired or they saw something scary or they need to drink right. the water. They're not thinking about other people. They're not supposed to. But as you grow older, you are supposed to mature cognitively, developmentally, relationally, spiritually, emotionally, in all these areas so that you can start to regulate yourself. That is a sign of emotional maturity. That's a sign of healthy development. And so adults are supposed to regulate their emotions, anger included. 
And one of the ways of doing that is being able to say, I am angry right now and I want to throw this thing across the <laughs> room, but I choose not to. And instead, I'm not actually angry. I don't feel like you care about me. I feel like you're taking advantage of me. I feel like you don't love me as much. And that hurts. Right. And here's why that hurts. And let me deal with the primary emotion. And again, that takes practice. Right. People don't just instantly learn how to do that. No, and, and most of the time we're not even aware of what those what those primary no. feelings or, or thoughts are. But it doesn't take much digging to actually discover them because there isn't a lot of primary feelings. There's only a handful. And again, right. it's usually pain, embarrassment, shame. Um, those are kind of the big ones right, right there. Um, fear, um, that's also a really, really big one. So most of these things will trigger one of those primary things. And when you start connecting it in your own story, then it's like, okay, now I know what this is about because this is what it's been about for the last 20 years. Right. It's not a big guessing game anymore. Right. But this is what it shows up at. I can remember becoming self-aware and discovering some of those primary emotions within myself. And when I first started trying this technique, and this isn't just theory, I've actually practiced this in our marriage. And believe me, it is really, really difficult. It is embarrassing to come to my wife as a grown man who says, I don't feel like you want me or I don't feel very lovable right now. Mm. That, that sounds like a little kid talking. You don't love me anymore. Right. But that's what I was really feeling. And it's like, oh, man, I should probably deal with that issue. Why don't I feel lovable? What right. is it about me? Not about you. What is it about me that doesn't feel that way? Why don't I feel that way? How do I change that within myself? Right. That's the work that has to happen. And when you deal with the primary cause of this, the anger typically goes away. Yeah. And therefore the expression of, of the anger, anger goes like away throwing as well. things in slamming cupboards. Right. Yeah. Is there, as he's doing his work, is yeah. there anything that she can do to help him, yeah, not to fix him, right, but just to walk with him through it. Yeah, as he's doing this work, it is. Um, I would love to be part of this. Uh, would you like to share with me anything that you're learning about yourself that you're discovering? What can I know about you so that I can be aware of some of these pains that you're carrying, so I don't accidentally bump up against this pre-existing mm. wound in some way? Right. If I know you have a dislocated shoulder. It's good for me to know that so I don't come up and try to pat you on the shoulder or give you a great big right, hug. Right, exactly. That will cause pain. Right. And so um, this is actually an experience that they both get to go through together. Um, she probably will get to kind of hear secondarily of kind of what these issues are. But he, right. as he discovers what these kind of things are, she can now change her behavior so that she doesn't bump up against them. Right. And then just an awareness on her part that as he's working to grow and change that he'll, he'll have slip ups oh, and yeah. for her to it is a, have, have a little bit of grace because she knows yep. that he's trying yep. to change and not to slip into the mindset of, see, I knew he couldn't yep. change. Yep. You have to give a little bit of grace in that, exactly in that growth process. The process is not linear. It isn't, you go and you get better, you get better, you get better. And there's a constant upward trend there. It is uh, up and down, up and down, yeah. but it does tend to trend upwards until it it becomes much, much better for much, much longer. Yes, exactly. That's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. That's what I would suggest for this couple. It's a good question. Again, yeah. I, I wish the best for them. I hope that they're going to 
get the help and get the understanding that they finally need so that they're not held slave to the emotional dysregulation that kind of goes right. through um, his body when he's feeling these things. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, everyone. We're just going to stop it there. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.